Well, I want to bring a message this afternoon, probably a, you might think it's an unusual message, and it probably is. In fact, I've never heard a preacher preach on it. All these years, I've never heard a preacher really just zero in and preach on what I'm going to talk about for the next 30 minutes. I want to preach on the mixed multitude. The mixed multitude. And I want to show you in the Bible where it talks about it. If you have your Bible, turn to Exodus chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12. And we read there how the children of Israel left the bondage of Egypt. And keep in mind, they went out by the blood. Exodus 12, 13 says, When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And Exodus 12, 37, there's the beginning of the journeys of the people of God who had long been in Egypt, and the Lord never forgot them. Exodus 12, 37, 38 says, And the children of Israel journeyed from Ramses to Succoth, about 600,000 on foot that were men besides the children. That must have been about 2 million people. 2 million people. And it says, And a mixed multitude went up also with them out of the land of Egypt, and flocks and herds, even very much cattle. And we find the expression again in Numbers chapter 11. If you'll turn there, Numbers chapter 11 and the first six verses. <clears throat> and when the people complained, it displeased the Lord, and the Lord heard it, and His anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. And the people cried unto Moses, and when Moses prayed unto the Lord, the fire was quenched. And he called the name of the place Taborah, because the fire of the Lord burned among them. And the mixed multitude that was among them fell a lusting. And the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat? We remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely, the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. But now our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all besides this manna before our eyes. And then the third time we see the expression is in Nehemiah chapter 13. And the first three verses. Nehemiah 13, the first three verses. On that day they read in the book of Moses in the audience of the people... And therein was found written that the Ammonite and the Moabite should not come into the congregation of God forever. 
because they met not the children of Israel with bread and with water, but hired Balaam against them, that he should curse them. Howbeit our God turned the curse into a blessing. Now it came to pass when they had heard the law that they separated from Israel all the mixed multitude. It's mentioned again in the closing part of the Bible, not by name, but by description. In Revelation 18, verse 4, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. Today, many professing Christians are saying, let's get together. But God never meant for all people to be together. We're free from ecclesiastical overlordship, denominational powers, and all such. I'm a Baptist. I don't mean only Baptists are going to heaven. And I don't mean, I don't believe that only Baptists are the bride of Christ. But I do believe independent Baptists are free people. And I want to keep us that way. Amen. Years ago in the 60s, I was pastor then of the Greenwood Village Baptist Church. And I got about 60 of our men We went to an associational meeting on Shepherd Drive, not far from here, to a great big church. And the professor of evangelism at Southwestern Seminary was a speaker. I brought our men, our people to be blessed and to be lifted up. And this brother got up and immediately began to run down the King James Schofield Bible. That's what I preached out of was the King James Schofield Bible. And also he began to make fun of premillennialists and people who study maps and charts and, and uh, made fun of premillennialists. And that's what I am. I'm a premillennialist. And all the men that I brought to be blessed and to be helped at that meeting, they were premillennialists. And after the service, people were standing in line to congratulate the speaker, a long line. I've never done this before, and I've never done it since, but I got in line. And when I got to the speaker, I said, why did you do that? I said, I brought our men to be blessed, lifted up. Why did you do that? And it really got away with him. And he said, well, I tell you what, I'll be in Houston before long and I'll call you and we'll get together and we'll have lunch and we'll, we'll talk it over. I said, okay. Okay. 
And then I wrote a kind letter. It was a kind letter. I wrote it to him and I, I said, seeing that we have men like W.A. Criswell and men like J. Harold Smith and, and R.G. Lee and Herschel Ford, I named some of the great Southern Baptist leaders that were premillennial, great preachers. I had every one of them come to our church at one time or another. Every one of them. Great preachers. I said, seeing we've got men like that, it looks like we, in our literature we could at least get the premillennial view instead of the amillennial view. Now, it was a kind letter. And I understand he took that letter and read it to every class in Southwestern Seminary and criticized me. But I said, Lord, if you'll forgive me, I'll never do that again. I'll never go to a meeting like that again where there's a mixed multitude. I'm not going to do it. And that's kind of set the tone of my ministry back in the early 60s. Sure did. I walked out of that church that night remembering what Jesus said in Matthew 10, verse 14. And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear my words, hear your words when you depart out of that city, house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Amen. And there's a great movement today that's greatly hurting the cause of Christ in our nation. It's the movement to get together. Everybody get together. They give you this old line, everybody's going to the same place and we all believe the same thing. The thing wrong with that is it's not true. Not everybody who professes religion is going to heaven. Religion won't get you there, but Jesus will. Amen. Amen. If you've been born again, blood washed, have the Spirit of God living in you, and you'll believe the Bible. I don't believe in this movement. Let's all get together. 2 Corinthians 6.17 says, Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. The mixed multitude is responsible for creating many perverted versions of the Bible. Amen. The mixed multitude wants a watered-down version. The mixed multitude introduced a low standard of Christian living. This crowd says, just come as you are. Doesn't matter how you dress. It's what's in your heart that counts. That's what they say. The mixed multitude is responsible for lowering the standards of Christianity. People come as you are and leave as they were. That's not what the Bible teaches. 
And the mixed multitude has lowered the standard of Christian music. I'm going to tell you something today. You have to search to find an old-fashioned church that sings the old hymns out of, out of, the, out of the songbook. And uh, you have to search now to find a church like that. Everybody's going the other way. Everybody. The mixed multitude is the greatest enemy of old-time fundamentalism, believing the Bible as it is, preaching it as it is, getting people saved, having a revival, and building churches. The mixed multitudes taught people that brotherhood is based upon our getting together. Real brotherhood, the Bible brotherhood, is about getting saved, believing the Bible, and living a separated life. Nothing good is said about the mixed multitude in the Bible. Not one, one good word. Some are saying, let's build bridges from this group to that group. I'm not going to be a bridge builder. With my pocket full of matches, I'm going to burn some bridges, God helping me. I'm going to burn some of them down. Amen. I told you this was going to be a different type of a message. <laughs> we are not to be mixing with those who don't know and don't believe the great doctrines of the Bible. Well, that's my introduction. Every message has to have an introduction before you get to the first big point. Here's the first point. The mixed multitude in Egypt. <clears throat> Here in Exodus 12, 38, a great mixture went out of Egypt. God said, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Exodus 12, 13. But the Bible shows us that it was not just the people who put the blood on the doorpost and on the lintel of the door that went out of Egypt. God said, kill the Passover lamb. That lamb was a type, a picture of the glorious, wonderful picture of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. John 1, verse 29. God said, take the blood and put it on the lintel of the door, upon the side post, and when I see the blood, when the death angel comes over, I'll pass over you. You'll be sheltered with the precious blood. This, of course, speaks of the blood of Christ. And God's people came out of Egypt by the blood, but a lot of people came out with them, the Bible says, a mixed multitude. I tried to figure out who these people were. The mixed multitude. They were not blood washed. Some left Egypt, no doubt, because they were unhappy in Egypt. Others because they saw the miracles. And a lot of people are deceived by what they call miracles. I thank the Lord that the Bible said, speaking of John the Baptist in John 10 verse 41, John did no miracle. The great preacher, the great baptizer, the one who won thousands to Christ, perform no miracle. That's what it says in the Bible. 
Jesus said of John the Baptist, Matthew 11, verse 11, Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, that they had not risen a greater than John the Baptist. But John did no miracle. The greatest of all miracles has to do with you being saved, the miracle of the new birth. Amen. But there are people who see what they think are thousands of people being healed by the touch of somebody's hand or by blowing on them or something else. I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to let anybody blow on me. <laughs> Amen. I believe in divine healing, but I don't believe people have the power to heal. I believe in divine healing. Amen. And no doubt some people joined the Jews who were under the blood and came out because of what they saw. Let me give you an illustration of what I'm talking about, about with this mixed multitude. The Bible tells us of two great kings who reigned at the same time. One was a bad man named Ahab. He married a heathen woman who worshipped Baal. She had 850 false prophets. Ahab built a great temple to Baal and the whole nation turned to Baal worship. And there was a good man, king of Judah, by the name of Jehoshaphat. And Ahab wanted him to go to war with him and Jehoshaphat should have said no. 1 Kings chapter 22. Jehoshaphat and Ahab went to war. Ahab was killed. Jehoshaphat's son married Ahab's daughter and she set out to kill all the royal seed that would have led up to the birth of Jesus. 2 Kings 8 verses 16 through 18. The mixed multitude. There's nothing good about it. The mixed multitude messes with things dear to the born-again, blood-washed people of God. And we ought to burn every bridge that might lead to having a part with them. Acts 4.23 says, In being let go, they went to their own company. Don't be a part of the mixed multitude. Our company is people who believe the Word of God, Believe in the blood of Jesus. Believe the Bible teaches us to win souls and build churches. That's our crowd. Second big point. The mixed multitude in the wilderness. The second time the mixed multitude mentions in Numbers chapter 11. The people complained, displeased the Lord. He sent fire among them. Verse 1. They cried unto Moses who prayed and the fire was quenched, verse 2. And then the mixed multitude that was among them fell a-lusting. And the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat, verse 4. And the next verse tells us they wanted more cucumbers, melons, fish, leeks, onions, and garlic of Egypt. My, think of all that bad breath. 
They'd been delivered. And God had done a wonderful thing by feeding them with manna, a beautiful picture again of the Lord Jesus Christ. It came from heaven every morning. Manna. They ate it for 40 years. The Bible says it tasted like wafers made with honey. Isn't that something? God put everything in that manner that a believer needed to thrive, to endure the wilderness journey, to be cared for. Everything was there. But they wanted the onions, the leeks, the garlic, the fish that they had in Egypt. Uh, I don't want a breath that smells like it used to smell. Amen. How would anybody freeing the Lord, born again, cleaned up, would ever want to go back to that kind of living? God wants His people to be a separated people. The mixed multitude is not of God. This building of bridges to bring groups together who do not believe what we believe is not of God. Many in this mixed multitude do not believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I don't believe He was God come in the flesh. Some of this mixed multitude say Jesus was a created being. I'm not going to sit on a platform with someone who believes something like that. Some of this great mixed crowd, they deny the priesthood of believers. Huh. And many of the mixed multitude deny the inerrancy of the Bible. And many of the mixed multitude believe that salvation's temporary. Salvation is not something God gives and then you keep it by your own efforts. The temporary salvation crowd is not my crowd. One time, someone asked Dr. Rice, are you going to make anybody mad tonight? Dr. Rice said, if God's on me, I'm going to. I don't wish to make anybody mad but I don't want to fail God either. And I don't want to fail to warn people about what Satan is trying to do. The mixed multitude has lowered the standards and has deceived many people. Third big point. The mixed multitude in the land. The third time it's mentioned in the Bible is in Nehemiah chapter 13 verse 3. Now it came to pass when they had heard the law that they separated from Israel all the mixed multitude. When they read the law, Nehemiah and those who believed the word of God was true and God meant what he said, separated from themselves all the mixed multitude. They had defiled the Sabbath. They had married heathen wives. They had desecrated the house of God. They withheld their tithe. They violated the Word of God. They separated from the mixed multitude. Amen. And then the fourth big point. 
The mixed multitude in the future, the mixed multitude had to be put out. The Bible closes by, by telling how the mixed multitude is going to end. In Revelation 17 and 18, it very definitely pictures political and ecclesiastical Babylon. Revelation 18, 4. Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. Come out of her, folks. Stand for something. Be able to say no. Stay true to the Bible and walk with God as a free people. Win souls, build churches, send the gospel to the end of the earth. We don't need the mixed multitude. I'd far rather be a come-outer when the Lord comes than a compromiser. Amen. Old-fashioned, blood-bought Christians have never been popular with a mixed multitude. God keep us from man-made mixture which is not of God. I'm a separated, I'm a separatist. But I want to win every soul to Jesus, every sinner I possibly can. Amen. And I believe Jesus taught that in the Word of God. Let's bow for prayer. Father, thank You for the message today. And Lord, thank You that You saved us by grace through faith in Jesus and that we don't need the mixed multitude. Thank You, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, to stand for the truth and stand for blood, the blood-bought truth of the Word of God. And Lord, to help us to build churches and help us, Lord, to, to fellowship one with another, those that believe the Bible and the Word of God to be true. And we'll thank You for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand with our heads bowed. And uh, we'll have an invitation hymn. The pastor's here. Maybe the Lord has spoke to your heart about being saved today or maybe joining this church. You just obey the Holy Spirit as we have our music.